busy people getting fit in Fulcher, Texas. Our aim is to help you look better, feel better, and perform better as quickly as possible. I'm your host, Brian White, with Blue Eagle Fitness and Nutrition. Welcome. Hey, what's up, Clancy? Hey, what's going on, Brian? Uh, you just, um, I don't even know, applied. You just applied an essential oil. Which Revitalize. Revitalize. There's an oil called Revitalize. It's a blend. It's a blend. It's very citrusy. It's wonderful. I feel better already. (laughs) So that was the pick-me-up energy that you needed for this podcast (laughs) with me. You do that before every conversation you have with me, knowing that all of my conversations are going to put you to sleep, but instead you have to get jacked up with your revitalized essential oil. No, I don't have to do that, but I do have it sitting right here. I love it. This is citrusy, so it kind of gives me a little boost in the afternoon. That, and I have my orange on the citrus theme. I'm eating an Um, orange over here. Okay. I'm not going to eat it while we're talking because it will get stuck in my teeth. I don't want to be tacky to our (laughs) viewing audience. I, I appreciate that, and I'm sure they do too. We are talking today about... um stress does stress or how much does stress cause weight gain yes yeah your (laughs) your answer is yes a resounding yes and why why do you think that stress causes weight gain well and my other answer was stress and menopause causes weight gain but we'll get into that another time yeah we're going to save that for a different topic another day We're going to save it for a different topic, though the answer is going to be the same. So go ahead and explain why you think stress causes weight gain. Okay, well, I know what your answer is going to be, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you why I think that stress causes weight gain. Because when I'm stressed, I'm not necessarily making the greatest cognitive choices on what I'm shoving in my mouth. I might be grabbing things that I wouldn't ordinarily eat when I'm thinking through, you know, like right now I'm, I'm not stressed. I'm having an orange. I had a nice salad for lunch. I planned it out. It was beautiful. Right. Yeah. Um, But when I'm stressed, it's usually because I'm late or something happened with the boys. And if, you know, then I'm not necessarily planning and thinking as well as I could, And then I'm eating junk, you know, or drinking too many glasses of wine because I'm like, oh, that'll make me feel better. Oh, okay. It doesn't. Now we're getting into it. Note to self, it doesn't work on the backside of that. So, you know, but you're not always thinking rationally when you're stressed out. And so that's my theory. Okay. Everything you said is correct. Um, So my question was more of, does stress on its own directly cause weight gain? Because you'll see, you know, these things on the internet, these clickbait articles, these clickbait videos on how stress is going to raise your cortisol, jack up your other hormones, and that's going to cause you to put put on weight. And, And here is just a simple, straightforward way that you can know that that's not true. One of the most stressful circumstances anyone could ever go through would be uh, as a prisoner of war. Do you agree with that? I would agree. 
uh, to me, that is that 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 is my my worst case scenario with uh, you know being a prisoner of war, and there are zero instances uh, out of all the hundreds and thousands of prisoners of war that have happened. And if we just say in the past seventy years, there are have been zero instances of prisoners of war gaining weight. Right. And, you, and the reason is because they don't have access to food. That the access to food, the eating, eating too much, eating more than what we are expending is what causes us to gain weight. It is not, you know, your jacked up hormones. It is not um, high cortisol levels. Um, it is not you know, your, your fast beating heart, it's not tingly sweats. It, it's when we we gain weight under stressful environments, um, when we eat too much and just as you said, or drink too much, because <laughs> just as you said, <laughs> you know, that one glass of wine turns into a bottle because I needed to feel good. Um, <laughs> now I gain weight when I think about drinking wine. <laughs> In my 50s, when I hit 50, actually like 52, I started noticing the weight staying on, mostly like belly fat. So like all of these companies, these marketing companies yeah. who are targeting women my age who have a little bit of belly fat that they've yeah. never had since they were a toddler. I've never had belly fat in my life. Since I was okay, Well, you're already in the minority four. on that. There are already people listening to this who already want to punch you. <laughs> and I've never had that problem until I turn 52 and now all of a sudden so why do I have extra belly fat I'm not eating more than I was I, my diet is I eat the same stuff every day people go what do you eat I eat the same stuff every day here's what I had for breakfast same thing I had yesterday you know same thing I had last week and so I would argue that hormones do play a role in that because hormones do change, especially, you know, when you are going through menopause or adolescence or whatever hormonal life yeah. stage you're in, they do play a role in that. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how for women, this is a very sensitive, you're touching on a very sensitive topic, Brian, like real, because we, you are a dude. And I am sorry, but yes. y'all don't, I am sorry to say, I just don't think y'all understand how we feel in this. This is, I'm feeling touchy, right? I'm feeling sweaty. Hold on. <laughs> I'm feeling a little sweaty over here because this is sensitive topic. Yeah. It really is. And especially if you're someone who's okay watched... which part which part the because i think we've switched topics here we went from stress into a now i'm feeling stressed you know, now and, i need my oil hold on i gotta okay, get my so oil the, the, <laughs> the topic hold of on. menopause is causing you stress ergo you've already started gaining weight is that what we're hearing i'm just saying weight gain in general whether it's from eating too much or if your hormones are changing, or I get what you're saying about the cortisol. I do think cortisol does impact our, our bodies and, and not necessarily only in the weight gain area, but this is a very, these are, 
this is what the marketing people prey on people sure. like Absolutely. not me necessarily because i'm not out there buying pills to try to figure out what to take i did buy one you thing you just got the essential oils i just look i'm in the gym trying to work it out okay yep. and eating oranges and oatmeal for god's sakes so anyone who's mad at me or wants to punch me, they can eat oatmeal every day for breakfast and then get back to me. Let me know how that's working out for you. you. Protein powder in your oatmeal. Yeah. 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 So for most of us, as we get older, um, we stop lifting weights and working out and, and being under a load. Um, you know, being under load is what causes our muscles to grow and it causes our bones to get denser. Uh, in fact, when my daughter was in the first grade, uh, she broke her leg. She shattered her femur on the monkey bars at school. It was, she was in a cast, a full leg cast for six months. And when they took the cast off, she had not put any pressure on that leg for six months. Um, when they took the cast off, her left, I think it was the left leg, was about two to three, two to two and a half inches shorter than her right leg like very noticeable. Wow. Yeah. And so we did a little bit of physical therapy, but as you know, you know, physical therapy is only designed to get you to be able to live a normal, a, a relatively normal life. It's not, I mean, she's a first grader. She wants to go play and she wants to do gymnastics and she wants to do cheerleading and, and jump on the trampoline. Well, those were struggles for her because she's lopsided, right? She's running crooked. Um, so out of physical therapy, we got her one-on-one personal training sessions with a gymnastics coach. And the pounding, the pounding, the load, the body weight load that she was putting on that leg caused the bones to grow. And you're, especially at that age, your bones have an idea about how long they each should be. And uh, that's how we evened her out. So we evened her out by lots of bounding, lots of jumping, lots of landing, you know, on her, on her uh, feet uh, at the same time. And now they're evened out and she has no issues. Uh, but th the point of the story is when you have bones that are not under load, like her leg was for six months, it stopped growing. Wow. I mean, if I were to ask you, hey, do all kids grow? you know, and what does it take? You would never say, oh yeah, you have to walk and you have to jump and you have to run and you have to play. The reality is you do have to do those things or your bones will not grow. And that's true at, at every stage of life. And so as we get older, we have a tendency to lift less weight or, you know, a lot of us haven't ever lifted, right? And then uh, by mm -hmm. that point, you know, now we're in our 50s, our 60s, or our 70s, and being asked to put a barbell on our back. Um, and whoa, 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 now I'm intimidated, right? That's too much. Well, we've got to put a load on you. And that's how we're going to either maintain or grow. We can still grow muscle just at a slow rate, slower rate when we're older. Um, and we can improve our bone density. So we're fighting off sarcopenia, which is the muscle loss, and we're fighting off osteoporosis, which is calcium loss in the bones well since you brought it up there is a series on netflix right now about how stress has affected so many people in 
right now in the teenage generation, you know, they're on their phones constantly getting every alert, you know, text message, email, you know, video chatting. There's all, we're just being bombarded and that our stress, the stress that we're under is unlike many generations have experienced, have not experienced. And so, you know, people are turning and resorting to that quick fix. Like, what's the pill I can take? And we were talking about it this morning at the gym, like Prozac, um, Xanax. And these are not the answer because these are not connecting to the root problem, which is why are you stressed? This is just masking whatever. And I think a lot of times we would just rather mask it with food or alcohol than actually deal with the why we are stressed and maybe turn off the phone for a couple of hours and walk away. Although then that stresses me out too, because it's like, now I know I'm going to come back to 72 text messages and (laughs) 15 emails that people that need answers. And so it's just constant barrage. And so I think that's the question is how do we manage our stress better versus, you know, stuffing our faces silly or, you know, taking pills or, you know, whatever manner of action we're taking. Yeah, you, you've hit on the, that is the golden question, is how do we manage our stress better? We have two options. One is that we work to reduce our stress. Um, you know, our, what, try to identify the specific things that are causing us stress and can we back off or eliminate some part of them from our lives? Like, you know, if, if scrolling through Instagram of, um, other people's successes, you know, and how your life doesn't measure up. If that's causing you stress, let's remove those people from your feed, right? Um, and I've I have two accounts. I have the gym account, but I have my personal account. And my personal account, I, I think I only follow like thirty people, um, because and those are thirty people who educate, entertain, or inspire me. Um, and that's why sometimes you get a text message or an email on the coach's, <laughs> coach's text message that says, hey, watch this video, watch this Instagram reel of Simon Sinek. Um, you know, so that's one way, right? If you can identify areas of stress or that cause you stress, and can you eliminate or at least reduce their impact on your life? Do you have any examples of that? Oh yeah. I've had to unfriend quite a few people who were just getting so controversial on social media that I was like, I do not want to go down this road. I do not, you know, need to know every belief that you hold and why and get involved in all of these arguments. I just don't want to do that. That's not why I use social media. I use it to, you know, for more entertainment purposes. Okay. Okay. Well, the second way is to uh, surround yourself or put yourself in a situation or a system, especially at home, where uh, you can manage your stress. Um, you know, so what are the things that help you manage stress? Eating a well-balanced meal, you know, plenty of protein, plenty of. Uh, whenever I get super stressed. Um, I have to eat at least two full servings of fruit um, a day. 
that is, that's a rule before I go to bed. Um, because if not, I'm going to go by uh, the donut shop. <laughs> I'm going to eat donuts. <laughs> and for me, the problem, the worst problem with eating donuts is once I eat two, and I'm always going to order like three or four, but once I reach like the one and a half mark, I'm going to be sick to my stomach the next day. <laughs> so I fend off the donut craving by eating as much fruit as possible. And I do not, and I never limit my fruit intake, right? Well, watermelon. Watermelon is not the healthiest fruit in the world, but you know what it's healthier than? Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I also limit uh, and... I, I won't, the goal is to completely eliminate alcohol consumption when I know I am stressed. Um, in fact, my dad was visiting and my, my parents don't drink alcohol. There was no alcohol in my house. Um, it just wasn't a thing. Uh, he came over and I, we had had a great week. My parents were in town, you know, they're playing with the girls. Everything's great and wonderful in my life. And I have a glass of wine at the dinner. My dad's, you know, why do you need that glass? I said, I don't need the glass, but I, it, it, I'm enjoying life right now. And everything in my life right now is all stacked up. It's going great. Uh, this is a way for me to acknowledge that, I'm in a good place right now in my life. And I'm going to celebrate that little small one night victory with a, with a glass of wine. And the flip side to that is when I am stressed, uh, when uh, things are not good, <laughs> you know, I, I limit the alcohol. I, I, and I don't want to say it's always zero, but it's almost always zero. You know, because again, that one glass quickly and quickly. First of all, it's not one glass; it's always like a glass and a half minimum, and then that right. turns, and then that turns into wow, wow, what happened to that bottle? What, what just happened? <laughs> well, I know that I have. There have been times, and there was a time this last weekend. I was very stressed. We were in a very stressful situation. Um, I realized it once I was in it and it was not one that I could just easily get out of. And I did the wrong thing. I filled up my Yeti with like wine up to here. I drank the whole thing. And then I ate a huge serving of fried rice and I immediately started feeling sick. Okay. And I, when I left, I, um, I immediately regretted <laughs> That poor choice. Poor life choices. And they and we were out of town too, by the way. And went back to our hotel and I was like, I gotta lay down. Like I can't do anything. I need to lay down. I had to lay down for like two hours till I could regroup myself. And I thought, well, that is just ridiculous. You know, like why first of all, I'll never eat like that. And so, oh, and I had a, um, there was something else I had, there was donuts and they had, someone had broken off a piece of an apple fritter. So I was like, I'll just finish that. <laughs> so here I am, sugar, fried rice, <laughs> and about a half a Yeti of wine. I was like, what am I doing? I don't even know myself. And so I was like, oh my goodness, like bad, bad, bad idea. Didn't help the stress at all. It made me yeah. really sick. So not the recommended, you know, the worst part is when we, when we try to put that band aid on to make us feel better, to handle stress, 
uh, we're actually putting ourselves in an even worse situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So just to wrap up, you know, stress on its own does not cause weight gain, but it's all the other things that's going on or that are going on in our lives with the stress that caused the weight gain, poor life choices, drinking too much, which then caused even more <laughs> poor life choices, <laughs> right? Yes. So what can we do? We can try to limit the things in our lives that cause us those stress. And some of it we can handle, like some of it's work-related. You may not be able to, you know, work is work, right? You can't, you can't do anything about that sometimes. Um, but for the, the areas in our lives that we can impact, we want to as much as possible. And then second of all, we want to put ourselves in a situation where we can better handle the stress. Um, you know, instead of going to a, a, a large glass of wine, um, can I spend, maybe I should spend maybe 10 more minutes outside in the beautiful weather, sitting on my porch, you know, meditating, you know, um, with whatever form that looks like to you, whether paying attention to your breath, reading scripture, just looking outside at something green and, and, and grass, you know, whatever, um, any of those options uh, can be good options as opposed to shots of tequila um, <laughs> or, or a, a 12 pack of donuts, right? <laughs> totally. I mean, we spend so much time in our heads and our thoughts and things we meditate on do matter. And that you just reminded me of a scripture someone told me about yesterday reminded me that and I think it's psalm it might be it's one of the psalms like 117 or something like that where it says the may the words of my mouth and the meditations on my heart be pleasing to you lord and I think that's true because so many times we're focused and meditating on the stressful thing or the problem or the thing that's irritating us and versus you know focusing on you know what this is okay this is not my problem actually half the stuff I'm worried about isn't even my problem or I can just turn it off and I just think we spend so much time in our head and if we can practice this meditating on the other thing the different thing the better thing it it can change our day and you know it can turn the whole thing around very cool thank you Clancy I appreciate our conversation thanks Brian have a great my day pleasure okay you too Bye. Bye. You can get every episode of Busy People Getting Fit wherever you listen to your podcasts or on YouTube. You can also reach us at busypeoplegettingfit.com. Until next time, thank you for listening.